Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for I-10 Wired Radio, brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Everett here, broadcasting live from our final and last new studio here in the CIE building in downtown Pensacola. And uh, I am surrounded uh, by a whole bunch of sponsors for I-10 Wired. And uh, I'm actually going to let him go around the horn and introduce himself. So, but Laura, by all means, you're up. My name is Laura Campbell, <laughs> <laughs> and I am with New Horizons Computer Learning Centers. Go ahead, Curtis. My name is Curtis Cantrell, and I'm with Southtail. Good morning, Jennifer McFerrin with Gulf Power Company. Awesome. Okay. So you're all sponsoring I-10, and obviously we're on I-10 Wide Radio. So let's talk about that for a minute. Why? Um, you got involved and why this is something that either you personally or, or the companies that you work with want to participate in. Yeah, just, just go, just jump right in. Just pour the heart out, Laura. <laughs> well, New Horizons, I actually got involved in the planning committee for I-10 Wired, um, mainly because I wanted New Horizons to get more involved in the community. And I think it makes an enormous amount of sense since we have such great synergy between our corporate training and our consumer training when we're talking about um, having more um, employable people and giving a reason for uh, technology companies actually to make their home here in the Gulf Coast. And so what what does New Horizons do for those that, that don't know? New Horizons is actually a, uh, is an IT uh, certification programs. That's what we're offering. Um, we're unlike a four-year institution. That's not where you come if you want to get a four-year degree. It's really about um, being able to get your start in an IT career. Um, we do everything from um, an initial A-plus certification course um, to get you prepared to be help desk technician all the way through advanced courses in ethical hacking. Ethical hacking yes. is, is that sort of a contradiction <laughs> in terms, isn't it? It is. So, and and you all do this. You, you do it online. You do it live. You do it through. We we actually have um, sort of three modalities of training. Um, we have live instructors. Mm-hmm. So for our corporate partners, uh, we can do on-site training as well as training at our facilities um, at a number of our locations. We're in uh, um, Birmingham. We're in Pensacola. We're in Gainesville. Um, we also have uh, online training, but that comes with a live instructor. So it's different from sort of work at your own pace or a pre-recorded um, pre- web- pre- webinar, <laughs> as we were talking about. Pre-recorded webinar. Yeah. Um, but a live instructor that um, gives you the ability to actually take it from whatever place is convenient for you. And then we do have learn at your own pace, um, which is a more affordable option yeah. uh, for some. So... Um, and it's all IT driven, correct? So, I mean, everything from programming to sort of how the systems work and stuff? Or I, I would say uh, yes and no. Um, on our consumer side, a lot of what we're known for is um, that foot in the door for an IT career. So it um, there's a lot of training around the IT space. Yeah. Um, on the corporate side, we actually do um, an enormous amount of IT training, but we also do project management. Mm-hmm. We do all the applications training, Adobe um, we get into professional development soft skills. So everything from leadership to conflict le- resolution to things, yeah. you know. So we cover the gamut on the corporate side, but I would say we're probably best known in 
we get more students in um, that are veterans that um, that come in that want to get a career in IT. Yeah. Okay. Very neat. So Curtis, jump in here because other other than me talking you into being a part of this, <laughs> what you know, tell us what Southtel is for those that don't know. Yeah, and and before I go into Southtel, let me ask you a quick question, if you don't mind. Uh, how does the uh, ITT departure change um, your industry with with that technical facility being gone now? Great question, actually. Um, ITT Tech um, was a four year institution, so unfortunately for Many of the students um, there um, that got uh, loans, student loans and Pell Grants, so that's actually not something we um, can actually help with. Um, they have kind of been left and they're scrambling. Uh, they need to get their money back. They need to get re-enrolled. Where we're sort of in a unique position to really help are mostly the veterans, the ones that were using their post-9-11 um, to get IT trained. Um, anybody that was in there that um, needed to get certification, we're looking to get into the IT field. We've already picked up a number of students that have walked in to say, can you help me? And um, because we have, you know, 20 years experience here in Pensacola, um, we have uh, someone on my staff that has 15 years experience working with vets. It's a really easy transition for us to sort out their benefits and get them enrolled. We are a preferred military education facility. So that's something that we've been especially able to um, help with. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, Southtel, we're, we're a communications company. Um, we do uh, voice uh, data, video, and sound, and that's uh, basically everything that we cover. Yep. And so Curtis is also uh, going to be broadcasting live at, uh, at I-10 Wired and um, well, hopefully after today, cause I'm going to give him the check off. He's going to be one of my co-hosts for I 10 wire, if not the host, cause then that means I get to talk less. So if he starts asking questions, it's okay. <laughs> like he got the permission slip. Well, so. get, getting Keith to talk less is probably not an easy thing. Well, it's not. I can tell you that right now. That's for sure. But, but I'm going to volunteer myself for that one. But, um, Curtis, what about, you know, obviously we're going to be broadcasting and we're going to be talking to a lot of people, but, you know, what are the the biggest things with I-10 that, that you have enjoyed and that, you know, some of the things that we've bounced around about why you want to be there? Well, we think it, the exposure to the, the I-10, the IT market is probably key with this. It's it's the biggest thing that's happening on the Gulf Coast, and that's why we wanted to be a part of it. We, we need that exposure as a company to let people know what we do. Yeah. Are you finding a lot of gaps with some of the employment things and issues around here that, that you're absolutely. having as well? Yeah, absolutely. Laura and I were talking about that earlier, and I know, Jen, I know you you're in the community a whole bunch, so I'm sure that that comes sure. up as well. But um, it's just one of those things that we're because it's moving so fast, right. right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Jen, talk to me about Gulf Power. Sure. So we're excited to sponsor I10 Wired this year. I think primarily because the mission of I-10 Wired totally aligns with mm -hmm. our focus on economic development. Gulf Power Company has been engaged in economic development throughout Northwest Florida for as long as I can remember, for years and years, decades, in fact. And I think what we're seeing, especially in the past few years, my background was also in economic development, working with Kelly and Scott at Florida West doing workforce development and the traditional model of economic development or that process mm -hmm. of kind of the buffalo hunt doesn't um, doesn't work 
anymore. Our economies are very different. The way that jobs are created are very different. And I think particularly our region really recognizes that diversification of our economy Mm -hmm. and making sure that we're focusing on high growth industries such as technology Mm -hmm. through supporting entrepreneurship and innovation is critical. For yeah. the growth of our economy. So certainly the regional footprint of I-10 Wired is perfectly in alignment with our service territory, with our customers. We really do focus on the fact that when our, our community and when our region is healthy, we're healthy as a company. Yeah. So anything that we can do to really support and be a partner at the table and engage in uh, making sure that our economy is vibrant and sustainable is yeah. critical for us. Is, is that the biggest tactic that you're seeing changing is is moving towards the entrepreneur and the tech kind of things? I think that it's a number of different things. When you look at the economy of Northwest Florida, kind of that three-legged stool of tourism, military, certainly in the Pensacola community, healthcare mm-hmm. is huge. Uh, they're all great industries, but they all um, have risks associated yes, sure. with them, as we've seen, um, unfortunately, with the BP oil spill, um, with different military things going on, mm-hmm. potentially track and others, policy changes, certainly. So, but nonetheless, all great industries that have created a stable foundation for our community, but it's always wise for us to focus on diversifying our economy to create a more stable mm-hmm. work environment for our citizens um, and really to focus on where the future economy is heading. And I think that technology, certainly, it's it's becoming that blurred line of is it its own industry or rather from a workforce perspective, it's a foundational critical component for any type of company. I mean, you look at the, the banking industry, for mm-hmm. example, quite often, those are really IT companies that are in the financial industry. Yeah. Um, and so those skill sets really are foundational and cut across so many industries. Well, you know, Curtis and I were talking about this the other day, too. There is not. And this is one of the other things that I really loved about I-10 was that you didn't have to be technically a tech company, right, Right. to be part of this or to be in it because it touches everything you do. When I, Curtis and I were talking the other day and I said, well, you know, who's your ideal client? He was like, anybody who uses data or a phone, right? Because it's, which is all, yeah, which is everyone because it's all there. So, you know, you're, you're in the mix and you know, just as well. I mean, there's not a person here who isn't touched by, some form of technology and needs to integrate it into who they are and what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the reason that technology touches all of us and, and in business today, you, you have to have internet, you have to have data, you have to have communications. And, and it's not just one form of communications. It's, it's everything. I've got to be able to get caught on the cell phone. I've got to have communications with my office and I need to tie all that together where I can turn on a laptop from anywhere and get my messages and email and all mm-hmm. that. So yeah, that's that's where technology's gone. That's what's driven us into the IT part of the business because the, the two are close, so closely related now. Yeah, and you're teaching. I mean, what kind of companies are y'all doing training for? I mean, are they are they strictly IT companies, or is it really like uh, anyone no, and everyone? I, just, I, I actually was just going to say um, it it goes the same way as training. Um, there's not uh, when someone says who's your client list, like who do you work with? It's everybody. Yeah. Um, we work with, you know, companies like, um, general dynamics. Uh, we work with school systems. We work with the Scambia County Sheriff's department. Um, you know, we work on everything from, you know, small business to huge conglomerates, um, because in one way or another, they all need training. We work with the military bases. Yeah. So, there, you know, I always say it's, you know, when you step in as a salesperson for a company, it's like, who do you call a 
everybody. Yeah. Um, that there's going to be someone that needs training and, um, we want to help them get to where they want to go in terms of education and where they want to bring their business. Um, it's a great, you know, return on investment to invest in your employees. And yeah. I think that's the other part that I love talking to companies about is the idea of investing in your employees. And I remember the, the saying is, you know, people will say, well, if we invest in our employees, they're going to leave. And yeah, because that makes sense, right? The, the saying is always, <laughs> well, what if you don't invest them and they stay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer. I think it creates loyalty and I think that you, res- you, you get a huge benefit from, um, investing in them mm-hmm. and them feeling valued and to bring that expertise back to your company yeah. and, um, and see the benefits of that. So, and I'm, I'm going to add to that because one of the things that I learned, um, later in life than sooner, but, you know, when you, or an employee of a company, or when you're an owner of a company, you have employees and people grow and they grow beyond your company. Like you should welcome, like that should be Absolutely. very, that should feel very good to you. Absolutely. Right. Right. Cause there's times when people know you're, you're ready for the next right. level. Right. And they don't have the next level. So I just, you're right. You invest in, and they're going to stay as long as they can, but you need to be okay when they go. That's right. You know, that's right. Uh, Curtis, back me up. Yeah, and an employee will be will come to work for you because they're hired, but they'll stay because they're appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think that culture has so much yes. to do with it too, which is why I'm excited about I10 Wired because we see so many companies in our region that are really supportive of their employees engaging and volunteering to plan the event, um, to execute it, to be there and to attend as participants Mm -hmm. as well. And I think that, you know, there's, there's the formal training of certifications, but there's also kind of this culture of collaboration and cohesiveness when we can all come together around a common vision, a Mm -hmm. common cause, a common effort such as I 10 wired. And I think that that's a key form of supporting um, our employees and people so in the region. That's as well. the whole reason yeah. I stayed involved. Right. We broadcast last year and, and, uh, we were doing it just, just to get into it and get me a little practice because I'd only been up and running for like two <laughs> weeks. Right. So, and Stone, my business partner just kind of threw me into it. But by the time I left there, and I've told you this before, Curtis, everyone that I spoke to and interviewed had some form of break down the silos, right. be collaborative, right. be, co- be yeah. cohesive. Like, like, let's build a better community right. so that we can all stay here and, sure. and, you know, be wonderful. And I thought, man, what a refreshing take mm-hmm. on, you know, Pensacola for me, because honestly, I've been traveling for the last four years. So, it, you know, things had changed. The tumbleweeds weren't down Palafox anymore either. But <laughs> but for me, I was like, you know, this is something I could totally right. get along with. Right. And so here we are committee, committee after committee, after committee, after planning (laughs) meeting later, you know, but it's just one of those things that, uh, that happens. I think the three of you also embody that in, in what you all do. I mean, you've got community stuff going on out the yang. Yeah. Well, and I I feel so fortunate to work for golf power company in the role that I do because our department and my job is primarily designed around how can we engage in regional collaboration Mm -hmm. to build capacity of our communities I mean, certainly there's there's a bit of self-enlightened interest in that and that when our communities and our citizens and our customers are healthy, then we're healthy as a, a, a company. But at the at the same point, we really deeply mm. believe in engaging and empowering our community. And we really see entrepreneurship and the growth of our technology sector as a key avenue to do that. For example, in the past year, 
we've been working kind of organically to bring together different entrepreneurial support organizations together. Mm -hmm. So for example, think about a year and a half ago, I started facilitating, I don't know, I guess I'll call them field trips, where we brought different partners from Pensacola over to the Advanced Technology Center in Panama City, Mm -hmm. who didn't know one another existed. Yeah. Yeah. And the ability for us to leverage those resources as a region, um, to understand the assets that one another has, it's been a really cool journey to see. And I think that I-10 Wired emulates that as well. Yeah. And when we benchmark other communities that are succeeding in regards to entrepreneurial development and fostering growth in the technology sector, Really, I think the common denominator is that collaboration and creating venues such as I-10 Wired, such as regional conversations mm-hmm. that promote that. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful that Gulf Power, I think, sees that yeah. as a, a key priority for our program of work. Yeah. And there's life past Fort Walton, right? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, past Fort yeah, Walton. We've got some incredible assets in Panama yeah. City. Um, and we're, we're that much more powerful as a region. Yeah. And, uh, Stephen, um, Donovan was the closing yeah. keynote last year and Incredible. probably his was probably one of the most powerful yeah. talks I'd heard, but it gave you that warm and fuzzy right. of like, yes, let's all be family yeah. and let's all make this happen. Yeah. But you're right. There's a whole IT side of Panama City that I had no idea existed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Curtis, I see his gears turning. He's thinking maybe we got to go on field trip. <laughs> <laughs> Come along. Yeah, I know, I'll right? let you know. Yeah, call us. We'll go. That's right. So um, what else does Golf Power have going on in the community lately since that's sort of what you do? Sure. Absolutely. We're engaged in a few different areas right now. In particular, we have our Golf Power Economic Symposium that's kicking off this Sunday, mm-hmm. October 2nd, over in Panama City at the Sheraton. We are expecting about 500 different partners throughout Northwest Florida, uh, diverse sector representation from business leaders, government, military, education, nonprofit, civic, philanthropy sectors that all come together every year. It's our yeah. 20th symposium. That's crazy. We have Damon John, who is coming as our <gasps> keynote this year. Um, you'll probably recognize him from Shark Tank, FUBU founder as mm-hmm. well. Um, and we have some other great speakers coming to really talk about the future of Northwest Florida. Our theme this year is engage, connect, and grow. So on the first day, we'll have some speakers in that are going to help us think about what might the future of Northwest Florida look like yeah. as we're celebrating our 20th symposium. We're also thinking strategically and regionally about how we can intentionally grow in key areas. We're going to be um, taking a new approach this year and engaging the attendees and the audience in some collaborative visioning sessions mm-hmm. on what that might look like. Certainly having been inspired by some of our, our keynote speakers we're bringing in. And then on the second day, we're going to focus really on how do we make sure that all citizens in Northwest Florida are engaged in economic prosperity? So how do we really look at some of our citizens who who might be under-resourced or don't traditionally have the opportunities to engage in um, IT training or um, pursue a post-secondary education because they're not workforce ready or because right. there have been barriers in their life that have prevented them from being able to do that. So it's a neat approach that we're taking for day two. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a a conversation that the region is ready to have together. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you hit on something. We're, we're ready to start having some conversations that two and three years ago right. we weren't ready right. to face and, and just be honest. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. Either to the two, you've got some stuff going on. I mean, I, Laura, I know you're trying to get as knee deep into the community as possible because <laughs> that's just who you are, but you can only serve on so many committees, right? Right, <laughs> right. Um, well, you know, I, the I 10 wired has really been such an eye opener. I, um, you know, I keep saying I can't wait till year two. 
because this year has just been such a learning experience. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'll have much more of an impact next year. Um, but it's been great. I, I've had a chance to get involved and got to know a lot of people. I mean, we we have some really incredible people on the planning committee. Yeah. And um, one of the things that uh, um, that Jennifer was just talking about, um, something that we've been trying to do, um, we did a, a collaboration with CompTIA, and we're holding a a, a two day free class at the uh, towards the end of October, um, and it's it's opened to really take a look and see to give people an opportunity to um, see what IT training is like mm-hmm. and see what having a career in IT would be about. See, um, once they go through the CompTIA introductory class that we've put together with them to see if they have a real interest in it. Um, and then, you know, there is, there's lots of different avenues to help them get through um, the courses that they need just to get started. Yeah. And that, um, that really does bring with it um, the opportunity to make a very good living. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, you know, my focus is, you know, h- how do we get the word out? How do, how do we get the word out to people that don't want to go to college, that see this as a viable opportunity yeah. and have this incredible passion for technology? Yeah. Um, and, and I am, I am constantly amazed at the people that I talk to that didn't know. Um, didn't know about I-10, mm-hmm. didn't know about, um, y- you know, computer learning centers, the New Horizons. Uh, the, you know, so I think that um, I-10 plays a huge part in getting the word out in the community yeah. that not only are there options for so many of the people that want to stay in the Gulf Coast or to give people a reason to move back here. Yeah. Um, and and really sort of pick up the torch, if you will, um, for people, I mean, I, I'll just speak from my personal experience. I moved away. I, I was in New York for 14 wow. years. I was looking at job boards in Pensacola long before I moved back. Sure. And I just never saw an opportunity. Right. So I think this really, um, you know, something I learned working for a nonprofit, you have to do things like this. You have to get involved in the community. And when you get involved, you have to stay involved. Yeah, you got to have some boots um, on the ground for because sure. Because that sort of brings up the entire community, not just a certain section of the community, yeah, right. but yeah. everybody. Um, and so. I'll also add to what you said, Laura. It's I think it's not only engaging citizens in Northwest Florida who, who don't want to go to college, but let's be honest about the realities of what our labor market requires. And only 20% of the jobs in Northwest Florida really require a four-year degree and beyond. And I think that we just, we need to do a better job via avenues such as I-10 Wired about really talking about the realities um, Mm -hmm. of what our labor market requires and making sure that there's an alignment occurring between how we're preparing our students and really what the needs of our businesses are. Great point. And to put this in perspective, uh, New Horizons is not unique just to Pensacola, right? That that's correct. Um, we're actually in seventy five different countries, right? Um, our, and our yet group... you still chose Pensacola. <laughs> High five on that one. <laughs> I love the Gulf Coast. Um, I um, we actually just in our group alone cover all of Alabama, all of Northern Florida. Um, all of South Carolina, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, we're, we are in, um, we're in a lot of locations. And, uh, that's the nice thing that when we talk to anybody, um, even with job placement, I mean, mm. we connected someone that was going to Japan 
and connected them up and did, you know, we can do job placement. We can make the connections for people. So it, it does really create a lot of synergy. Um, that's why I, um, I like working with companies that have multiple locations. Right. Not only do you have a lots of different choices about where you can come into our centers to get trained, um, but we have the ability to go wherever you are and, and bring our instructors with us. So, Very cool. Very sure. Curtis, what do you got going on? Like, I, I know you're, you're heading up new synergy groups and, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've just added, uh, I'm, I'm in charge of development for the Pensacola Synergy Group, uh, number two. And, uh, number two. <laughs> we, yeah. We actually, we actually meet today, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You're, you're going, right? Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to do lunch. You're supposed aren't to I? do that. Sweet. You're buying, yeah. right? Yes. All right. Yes, fantastic. Where are we going? Uh, Saltgrass Steakhouse. Oh, I see. Now I haven't been yes. there yet. Uh, can I go? Yes, yes. yes. He's in charge of member development and adding there more people. So yes, you can come. Eleven thirty today. Just meet us there, Saltgrass Steakhouse. The food is awesome. Yeah, I haven't they're, been there yet. They're one of our new customers, by the way. Okay. So, yeah, we just installed. They're part of a national account. Uh, being Toshiba dealers, we do a lot of national account yeah. work, and so they're one of them. But uh, basically, building a building a business and and adding a uh, expanding our territory and. Getting people aware with what it is that we do. Yeah, uh, most people see Southtel and they think just telephone, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's telephone, it's voice, it's data, it's mm-hmm. video, it's sound. You know, we do it all. So, what are you finding is like the new, not biggest thing, but what's where's your where's the movement in your industry heading towards? Oh, the biggest thing is I I want to be able to do everything from my from my mobile phone or from my laptop from no matter where I am. Yeah, that's the just one. That's shot, the right? biggest thing. I've got one number. It rings me at the office. It rings me on my cell. It rings to my laptop. You leave me a voicemail. It gives me I, uh, on my on my PC. I could retrieve it. Okay, via but email. can I make it where they don't all ring at once? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes, you can <laughs> absolutely. Because yeah. I walked into somebody's <laughs> house who had that, and it was yeah. like the the iPhone, the iPad, the computer, oh, yeah. you the know, Apple Watch. Yeah, it yes. was all. Yeah, it was all ringing in one Everything. shot. Yeah, yeah. And, and the really cool thing though is to pick up your cell phone to call a customer. Yeah, and they see your office number. Mm. Yeah, somebody calls your office number, it rings your cell phone. Yeah, so makes you look like you're really dedicated, right? Absolutely. <laughs> of course, that when the call rings at eleven thirty at night, they go, "What are you doing still at the office?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Very cool. I'm working late. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right. So, what what are you all finding? Uh, let's just talk about what's next. I mean, you know, obviously we'll do I ten, and you have the symposium. But what's next down the road for for the directions that you're heading with community and stuff. Sure. So right now we're also working closely with Florida's Great Northwest, which is our regional economic development Mm -hmm. entity. They have been working on for many years have been centered around marketing Northwest Florida externally to the rest of the country to attract business investment Mm -hmm. into the community. We've recently hired a new president and CEO, Kim Wilmes, who came from Enterprise Florida, and um, she's done a great job at bringing together community stakeholders in Northwest Florida to mm-hmm. develop a regional strategy um, for economic growth. So for the first time in our region, we'll have a comprehensive strategic plan, um, which is not going to be just uh, a big binder that sits on the shelf somewhere. Yep. Um, but something where we're bringing together key stakeholders in diverse sectors throughout Northwest Florida to really be prepared for um, some potential investment opportunities coming our way, ideally next year. So it's yeah. exciting. Again, bringing together different sectors in particular. I work on our team at really supporting our entrepreneurial sector. So bringing together those partners such as the SBDC, Innovation Coast, mm-hmm. our post-secondary institutions, 
um, a variety of different partners, incubators, accelerator programs to come together and say, okay, let's asset map and see what we have going on, where are the gaps, and um, what could we do to really leverage some opportunities to grow our entrepreneurial sector. So that's one of the things I'll be working on. Are you finding this this moving coming from the state level or or as much as the local level or more and and I and then the next question is 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 it being supported and, and honored as as like okay you guys are onto a really good thing right good question I think that the the time is ripe in Northwest Florida where we're finally recognizing that entrepreneurial development is a legitimate growth strategy yeah, for yeah. Northwest Florida and um, not not necessarily talking about um, some of those supportive foundational industries such as retail or professional services or healthcare that that support and serve people within Northwest mm-hmm. Florida. Primarily, we're talking about those primary industries that 80% of their revenue and their business is outside the area. So they're generating new wealth for the community, such as primarily some of the pure IT industries, um, cyber, for example. And so I think that, that our, our partners throughout Northwest Florida and communities as a whole are finally mm-hmm. seeing that as a key strategy. So incredibly supportive. I think that there have been many communities around the nation. The nation as a whole is, I think, becoming more entrepreneurial in nature. And we're realizing that most of our jobs do come um, from existing companies and from smaller startups. So the more that sort of the foundation of of the U.S., right? And the more (laughs) that we as a region can intentionally foster that growth Mm -hmm. instead of it just happening organically, um, I think the better we are going to be able to be at accelerating. Yeah, yeah, certainly faster. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. New Horizons, get anything on the on, on the horizon? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> well, I I think I um, mentioned the CompTIA program that's coming up. That's yeah. free. Um, it's it's that kind of development that we work with all of our vendors to constantly think about. You know how how do we communicate um, with people of the community and let them know that we're here as a resource. Um, and it's uh it's. I think it's more and more the focus is trying to be, you know, do you, you know, do you know, and, um, you know, are you interested? Mm-hmm. I always say you, you know, don't get involved in it for the money. You have to have a passion for technology. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you know, not all the doors are closed. And I, I, I think that every job fair that we do, every tech expo we do, we always, it always reminds me of the number of people that really have an incredible interest and and don't necessarily have resources. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're um you know we're constantly trying to come up with um avenues that make it easier for people to at least get in a one or two yeah. courses. You know if you can get your A+ plus certification, your network plus and your windows, um then you are you know certified mm-hmm. to you know be a help desk person. And I'm assuming um, you guys have like continuing education and all that stuff too, right? All, yeah. So, all of it. Because I know in the, in the culinary world that I was in with mm-hmm. Morrison's and because it was in healthcare, you know, it was 80 hours a year and you know, right. it was always like the last two weeks <laughs> that you were like drilling <laughs> Trying up. Trying to cram you know? it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so it's really, um, I, I think that we're just getting started. Um, I, I, you know, I, I've only been with New Horizons since January, mm-hmm. so it's been a short amount of time. But I think that, um, us as a company, we're just scratching the surface on how to reach out, um, and get involved in the community so that everywhere we look, um, yeah. we can, um, have a touch point, 
Um, and, and it really does change people's lives. Yeah. Um, when I, when I worked up in New York and I, I actually worked for a nonprofit that, um, sent kids to school to get their A plus certification for free. And it, um, it, it really showed me that, um, you get, you know, companies like Estee Lauder to recycle their electronics with us as a recycler, as a nonprofit. You, um, give kids a free, you know, way to get an A plus certification. They refurbish the computers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get, uh, internships and get experience, real world experience. Right. And then we give those computers away to kids in the community that yeah. don't have the funds for them. Because even when, um, you know, we recently had a student, a VA student actually that came through and, um, it didn't take us long to understand that he was staying like very late every night. Yeah. Um, and a, a big part of the reason was he did not have a computer. So we, wow. we actually, you know, it just goes to show, it goes back to what I learned with the nonprofit, which is, you know, even when they have the opportunity, there's barriers to actually mm-hmm. getting there. Right. And we, you know, we, we took up a collection and just, um, and, and got him a laptop, but it, it changes not just his world. Right. Um, sure. it changes his ability to, you know, to make a living, but it changes, he, he's got, you know, three or four daughters because right. every time he had to come in and do something, he brought them with him yeah. and um, they now have a computer. So, th- you know, there's a lot more about technology that comes with um, making a living, building up mm-hmm. a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that, it's that technology and the results of getting that education that I think people are maybe not as aware of. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, my goal for the new horizons here is to really keep getting involved and keep thinking about ways to reach out to people that may not know yeah. how to get mm-hmm. to point A, um, which, um, which I think is a, is a, a great way to get them on a path to have, sure. you know, being able to yeah, really to be a catalyst. It. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Absolutely. So, so Laura, talking about a plus certification, if you've got somebody that's interested in doing that, what kind of time frame are they looking at to, to make that happen? Well, the a plus certification there's uh, on, on the consumer side of it, uh, it's it's actually a two week class. Uh, on the business side of it, if you need your certifications, it's a one week class. You know, but there's a lot of effort that goes into that. So our courses are really meant to be geared towards giving you every bit of information that you need to be able to get certified to pass the certification exam. Um, but you have to study, and you you know you have to practice. So along with um, the course, let's just call it that two-week course for a consumer. What we do is we record every class so that the consumer gets six months to continue to review that class. They can go back to sections that um, they may be struggling with. Um, we give them practice exams so they can tell where they are. And they have practice labs that they continue to go in and practice what they're learning to give them the best possible chance. So they have all of that for the cost of the class. Very cool. So, cool. All right. So so as far as sort of uh, some of the things on the horizon, like I, I think Curtis and I struggle with with it's not even really a struggle. It's just this is the way some of our business evolved because we deal with with uh, communications and because we deal with data, I think I see a lot of um, people trying to find a way to either tell their story, right, or trying to find a way to reach 
some potential customer or some potential client or in some way, shape or form serve the community that they're in. And one of the things that, that I always see happening is uh, one, I hear a lot of people's needs. So it's kind of cool because then we get to come up with some new stuff. And, and, and one of them happens to end up being, you know, wrapped into sort of the marketing or the digital or the branding and stuff. And I've noticed that, uh, like Curtis with you and some of the things that have changed, e- even in your world as your business has evolved, it, you've moved into some of being able to create some ways to tell stories and stuff, right? Yes. With the whiteboard thing. So yes. I think it's, I think for, uh, I, I'm speaking for both of us, but correct me if I'm wrong. One of the things that happens here is that as these businesses evolve, all of a sudden we're doing stuff that maybe we didn't originally jump in, you know, going for. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's caused our, our, our industry has evolved because of the technology and because we, you know, we were, we were just at the telephone company and we let the data guys do their thing. Well, now we have to be the data guys because our telephone systems run over the data network. They don't have separate cabling. So that kind of got us into it. Then you get into the data networking and you get into the data infrastructure. Then, well, then it it opens up other doors. So yeah, one of the things that we're doing now is the whiteboard presentations. And that just, uh, it's, it's an avail- uh, able for us to go in and develop a, um, a, a cartoon drawing, so to speak, you know, yeah. that, that explains what a company does because people respond to a whiteboard presentation better than they will an advertisement. If yeah. you do a TV commercial and, and it's just people on the screen, they're going to watch it like they watch a regular TV program. Mm-hmm. If you put something that's in a, in a draw format or in a whiteboard presentation format, then they're going to look at that and they're going to pay attention to what's on that yeah, screen. Yeah, sure. Something different. Something new. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I see, I can see Curtis in the dark going, man, we got to figure out a different way to do this PowerPoint deck because I'm so bored with this PowerPoint. Absolutely. Then, next thing you know, he's drawing cartoons. He's like, Hey, this is like a really good idea, right? Yeah, and then all is. of a sudden it yeah. involves into something that, you know, other clients and customers could probably use. Yeah. It's, it's, it's PowerPoint on steroids. I mean, it's, it really it's, is it's taking it in and taking your ideas and going, this is what I want to see happen. And yeah. we make that happen on a whiteboard and it, it, you know, it, it develops in front of your eyes or in front of your customers eyes yeah, yeah it's a, and it's the same guy like even with us adding video and stuff and in really just chopping up some snippets and stuff for our clients to be able to have pieces of like things that we talk about right it's, uh, we were here to talk it's a show but now we're finding a need for people really want to capture that kind of thought leadership and that kind of stuff Absolutely. So we've gotten into the sort of the video editing piece of of this world which for me is fun because it kind of feels like mini Hollywood. But anyway, yeah, so. absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we're getting to the end of time and it, it, Jen had a conference call that she had to get to. So she had to leave a little early. So, um, well, I'll give the shout out for her and we'll definitely include all of her links to golf power and the stuff that they've got going on in the community when we repost on I 10 wired.businessradiox.com. But I would like both of you to give shout outs and, and, uh, um, websites and phone numbers and all that way for people who can get in touch with you. Laura? Uh, sure. Uh, so I am with uh, Laura Campbell with New Horizons Computer Learning Centers. I did want to mention that we are also giving away um, two, oh, that's right. yeah, the scholarships. Yeah, two $30,000 scholarships so awesome. um, for the I-10 Wired Conference. So we've already gotten plenty of people that have um, not just signed up to attend, but actually have sent in emails to um, to be part of the giveaway yeah. uh, for the free education. Um, we can be reached at www. Um, nhsolutions.com or sorry let me do that again www.nhsolutionshub.com and uh, our main phone number here in Pensacola is 850-462-1200 very cool and I of course am with Saltel and we do voice data video and sound we can be reached and whiteboard and whiteboard presentations <laughs> and 
We can be reached at www.southtel.com or at 850-610-4999. Very good. I want to thank both of you all for joining us today. And again, I'll have to thank Jen when when she gets out of her conference call. But if anybody needs any more information on I-10 Wired, you can visit I-10Wired.com. If you want to follow I-10 Wired Radio, it's I-10.BusinessRadioX.com or you can find them on Twitter at i 10 Wired, or you can find us at Pecola BRX or Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com or find us on Facebook. Uh, just look up I-10, I-T-E-N, or look up Pensacola Business Radio, and uh, all of our stuff and facts will be there. We'll also repost this show later today, and we'll put video up on our YouTube. So, again, thank you all for coming in today. And Glad to be is, here. This has been I-10 Wired Radio. It's been great. Thanks for having me. This show is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. If you are interested in sponsoring I-10 Wired Radio, please call 850-288-9959.